Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Rescuing Ourselves. No one likes a martyr. How do we feel around martyrs? Guilty, angry, trapped, negative, and anxious to get away. Yeah, especially when it's repetitive and, and the same whining, um, you know, you kind of hear from other people over and over again. Spot it, you got it, kind of phenomenon, I guess. Back to the reading. Somehow, many of us have developed the belief that depriving ourselves, not taking care of ourselves, being a victim and suffering needlessly will get us what we want. And I think that's the last part, suffering needlessly. Like, I really need to stay up and I have to do more work and I have to do more perfectionism. And, you know, what did they say in the uh, big book? We, do, we relax and we take it easy. We don't struggle. I've got to believe, I've got to believe that a higher power wants me to relax and take it easy, including on this podcast. Back to the reading. It is our job to notice our abilities, our strengths, and take care of ourselves by developing and acting on them. Yeah, I've identified them with a coach, but it's my job now to notice them and, and my values. Back to the reading. It is our job to notice our deprivation too and begin to take steps to give ourselves abundance. You know, things that, you know, contrary actions, experimental actions. It begins inside of us, changing what we believe we deserve by giving up our deprivation and treating ourselves the way we deserve to be treated. Life is hard, but we don't have to make it more difficult by neglecting ourselves. There is no glory in suffering, only suffering. There is no glory in suffering, only suffering. Our pain will not stop when a rescuer comes, but when we take responsibility for ourselves and stop our own pain. Today, I will be my own rescuer. I will stop waiting for someone else to work through my issues and solve my problems for me. And I think one of the things is taking ownership of my ADHD, seeing where it can help me in strengths and also seeing where it can affect me in weaknesses. Also, as far as prioritizing, doesn't mean I have to do everything myself, but I do think the opposite of you know being a martyr is taking responsibility and you know um and taking responsibility for the words rather than oh well this is how it was from childhood well i've done a lot of work um and you know it's something that reading pumps me up it's really a powerful reading the next reading also comes from melody Beatty's the language of letting go and the topic is leaving room for feelings we need to allow enough room for others and ourselves to have and work through our feelings we are people not robots an important part of us who we are, how we grow, how we live is connected to our emotional center. We have feelings, sometimes difficult ones, sometimes disruptive ones, and sometimes explosive ones that need to be worked through. By facing and working through these feelings, we and others grow. Yeah, and I think sometimes instead of dealing with feelings, my next thing will be just to do another activity rather than, you know, just take a deep breath, rest, meditate, you know, meditate for two minutes, five minutes, you know, however long it takes to, you know, deal with those feelings. By facing and working through these feelings, we and others grow in relationships, whether it's a love relationship, a friendship, a family relationship, or a close business relationship. People need room to have and work through their feelings. Some call it a going through process, going through the process. It is unreasonable to expect ourselves or others to not need time and work through feelings. We will be setting ourselves and our relationships up for failure if we do not allow this time and room in our life. We need time to work through feelings. We need the space and the permission to work through these feelings in the awkward, uncomfortable, 
sometimes messy way that people work through feelings. This is life. This is growth. That is okay. We can allow room for feelings. We can let people have time and permission to go through their feelings. We do not have to keep others or ourselves under such a tight rein. While we work through our feelings, we do not have to expand unnecessary energy reacting to each feeling, others, or we have. We don't have to take all our feelings and others' feelings so seriously while others or we are in the process of working through them. Let the feelings flow and trust where the flow is taking you. I can set reasonable boundaries for behavior and still leave room for a range of emotions. And that, again, a lot of times that's just taking a deep breath, not necessarily meditating or taking a walk. Uh, oftentimes a shower, I think, is, is, has been important to realize that like, it's just that, you know, that addicted to excitement trait, uh, you know, an ACA that I can have. And sometimes just a shower is enough for me to forget or meeting or writing. But if I don't give myself the time, then it goes to activities or anger or numbing behaviors. The next reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery. Now we move to that part, service and healing. The healing we receive by giving service in ACA removes our deep feelings of inferiority in giving and receiving love. Our sense of inadequacy begins to disappear when we see the value of the service we give. And even just going at things from a service mentality, whether it's going to a meeting, playing basketball, going to work, um, rather than you know, avoidance um, of responsibility, really. Back to the reading. In a myriad of ways, most of us were taught that we were inferior, yes. Or we had to, you know, like I think coming from Asian culture for me, it was just about I had to prove myself worth and that like never left me. Um, because there was something always missing. You know, I think a landmark says there's that, like, you know, I'm not okay as I am. Our perceptions were challenged. Our feelings were denied. Our thoughts were overpowered by the dysfunction in our families. Yeah, I was making a comment to a fellow traveler the other day about, you know, vision and self-care being the two things that kind of go out the window when the alcoholic is having a rage attack. As we come to in ACA, we realize that our perceptions, feelings, and thoughts are being respected because they are true for us. Through regular attendance at meetings, we slowly develop the knowledge that we are not inferior and begin sharing and working with the steps with a fellow traveler. At some point, we notice that others chip in to make this miracle possible by doing service and keeping the meetings strong. It really is unbelievable, all these rooms, you know, that you know, for something that started, what, in the 1930s? As we come to in ACA, we realize that our perceptions, feelings, and thoughts are being respected because they are true for us. Through regular attendance and meetings, we slowly develop the knowledge that we are not inferior and begin sharing and working the steps with a fellow traveler. At some point, we notice that others chip in to make this miracle possible by doing service to keep the meeting strong. This is where part of the magic of recovery happens. In one instant, we are lost, and in the next, we become able to help by doing service work ourselves for the group. Seeing new members attend their first meetings and then seeing them as they begin to come to brings us joy and makes any level of service we can give an act of love that reflects our love of our true selves. On this day, I will recall my first days in ACA and the comfort I found. Oh my God, I remember that. It was a Wednesday, cold Wednesday in September in the gym. And wow, to hear those initial readings. Um, you know, they say you should go to six meetings before you belong. I, 
probably hadn't been seven minutes before I knew that was where I belonged. And, uh, you know, recently been somewhat disconnected from it, so that's also interesting uh, to note. As we, as we, back to the reading, as we come to NACA, we realize that our perceptions, feelings, and thoughts are being respected because they are true for us. Seeing new members attend their first meetings and then seeing them as they begin to come to brings us joy and makes us any level of service we can give an act of love that reflects our love of our true selves. On this day, I will recall my first days in ACA and the comfort I found. As I'm ready and able to do so, I will continue the tradition of freely giving service to help ensure that what I have received is available to others. And the last reading also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is Promise 8. We will choose to love people who can love and be responsible for themselves. Prior to coming to ACA, we had been unconscious about a great many things. Perhaps the most painful was our unconscious choice of the people we thought we loved, no doubt. As children, we wanted to love our parents, so we overlooked their dysfunction as a way to make them lovable. After all, the alternative was to see them as they really were and leave, a choice that is rarely possible for a child. And I think that's where, you know, that fierce need for independence and, you know, but when you have like a, a degree of learned helplessness and what recovery has taught me is I'm highly capable and you know have that same intelligence and creativity as a kid and have more resources that are available to me as an adult. As adults, we continue to make unconscious choices to love other dysfunctional people until one day we get it. We gotta make the unconscious conscious, I believe. Something was terribly familiar about the people we had chosen to love. It was deja vu all over again. As we come to cash, it's like casting, you know, it's like casting a film. As we come to a consciousness about our childhood experience and do the work in ACA, we begin to love and accept our true self. Only then are we capable of having healthy relationships with others. We begin to choose people who are capable of truly loving us and who take responsibility for themselves. We're now willing to share our true self, the person we were meant to be, the one who is able to love responsibility responsibly in return. On this day, I will examine my relationships, both past and present, to help me understand the choices I have made. I will begin to share my true self with others in my life so that I may find, find the love that I deserve. And that concludes today's readings of Recovering My Inner Child. And until next time, I just want to remind myself to pause because that's where God is, to rest because that's where God is, to make time to feel my feelings, and to be still and know. Seems like a common theme today. Until next time.